Well, 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 beautiful people, best damn nation. It is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I am your humble, humble host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, got to give this man the introduction that he needs. He is the king of grapple, the kickboxing kid. We know and love him as the Green Eyed Bandit. He's your mama's favorite wrestler, and he can whoop your daddy ass, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though? We say this every single week that I'm your mama's favorite wrestler and I can whoop your daddy's ass. You know, somebody's daddy tried to try it. Somebody's my daddy tried it. Now he's my best friend. He's, oh, he's, he's coming to get some 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 personal training lessons from me now. <laughs> and, yeah, you don't you don't whoop this ass into some personal training. Absolutely. Listen, I don't fight for free. And if you're gonna fight me, it's gonna be expensive. Okay. First, first you're gonna pay me for the fight, <laughs> then you're gonna pay me for whatever I break. So whatever I break, I'm gonna have to help you with your strength and conditioning. Uh oh, so we have, we have the break. Then you're gonna pay me for some personal training. Okay. <laughs> then you're gonna pay me for some um uh self-defense classes, then you're gonna pay me for some boxing classes. That's an expensive asshole. I, I, I think we'd rather just go to the bar and just have a drink. It's cheaper. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than uh fix some broken bones, man. I, I dig that, man. What's going on with your partner? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. That's my living. Living life is life and too much, man. I want to I want to be a Toys R Us kid again. Oh, Which, man. Breaking news. I heard a Toys R Us are coming back. Get out of here. Online? <laughs> Probably. Probably. They ain't so. coming back in real life. They ain't getting no retail stores. You know what I'm saying? Kids don't even go to toy stores anymore. They don't. They don't. Kids don't even know what toy stores is anymore. They go to Walmart like, oh, yeah, that's the toy store. No, that's not the toy store. That's Walmart. Yeah, I just thought about that, man. Yeah, there's no toy stores None. in America anymore. That's crazy. No toys yeah. R us, no KB toys, no kids R us. Uh that was it. I, I remember. Uh yeah. Those are those for babies R us, but that was for babies. But anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, before we get started with the show, we're gonna give this man the introduction that he so deserve. He is the El Capitan of the ship. He is the forerunner of the front line of this army. And he's getting ready to get married. Ladies and gentlemen, the man is about to jump the broom, tie the knot, lock on the chain, and we're not going <laughs> to clink, clink. Clink, clink. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm Brian Renegade. Well, thank you. What's happening, uh, beautiful people? Thank you for joining us today. Uh, you know, we love to talk about wrestling, but we talk about entertainment. We talk about life. We talk about fitness and health. Uh, we talk about a lot of stuff. So if you're not into wrestling, it's other stuff that's here for you. We don't care. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Just sit here and enjoy the show. Really quick, before we start the show, mm -hmm. before we start the show, I would like for us to have a quick moment of silence for everything that's going on in Israel. 
All right. And then I want to also do something really quick, uh, if we can, every show in the month of October, give a shout out to all the women and men as well who have beaten cancer. And October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So everyone is out there surviving and, and striving and excelling in their lives in terms of this ridiculous um, situation that has been plaguing us for years and years and decades and centuries to come. I want to say congratulations for still being here with us and keep fighting because we're right here with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So to all the soldiers, man, who uh, are still here with us that uh, beat cancer's ass, Absolutely. Uh, you are heroes in our eyes, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely something that we needed to address, man. But Mr. Everything, it's been a lot going on in the world of wrestling, my friend. Are we getting ready to do it? Are we getting we ready got, to do it? We got to do it. We got to talk about it. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you uh, tell the beautiful people what time it is. It is time for Hot Topics. Oh, man. Listen, uh, we're going to get into Fastlane in a minute, which was a premium live WWE event that happened on uh, Saturday, man. But we got to get into this Tuesday night battle. This Royal Rumble of companies, per se. WWE mm -hmm. poured out all the big guns to stop all of the press that was happening around uh, Adam Copeland's name. They <laughs> needed to stomp them out like the roaches that they are. And they brought out the big guns. I'm talking about on NXT, the, the developmental company, they brought out John Cena. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They brought out uh, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they, they, they brought out Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. was already there, but they brought her out too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they, they, they they brought out The Undertaker. I want to get to that eventually. Eventually. But yes, they brought out The Undertaker. They brought out Oscar. They brought out Oscar. And am I, am I correct? The Judgment uh, Day. Was the Judgment Day there too? No? Yes, no? Maybe so? Yeah. I think they yeah. were. Yeah. 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 Because Dominic defended his title, and L.A. Knight was in my, did I did I? They brought out L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they brought out all the big guns, Jack. Um, the kind of the kind of stopped the momentum that the, uh, that AEW was having with Adam Clo Copeland. And look, I gotta be honest with you, they spanked that ass. <laughs> they spanked that ass and ratings, boy. But I think that, you know, both companies were very successful on their nights. Uh, I got to give credit to AEW because AEW put on some great matches that night. Uh, and Adam Copeland or Edge had his first match uh, in there with Luchasaurus, man. And I got to take my ass off to, to Christian, man, in <laughs> the work that he's doing. Um it just seems like Edge right now is probably one of the biggest baby faces in AEW. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see where, you know, what more Edge is going to do. But just looking at what I've seen, it just looked more of Edge getting beat up and then kind of struggling to come from behind. He's not looking like the dominant Edge of old. Even the edge from two years ago, he's not that guy anymore. 
you officially have a a, a a old timer in there because that's how he moves now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. know what I mean? Like he he really moves very like slow and gingerly. And I said it before, man. I don't think these cats in AEW really care about your neck, man. <laughs> no, I don't, they, I don't, they don't care. They don't care nothing about any injury you ever had ever in your life. They, they I don't, don't. I don't think. I don't think they care, man. And I'm, I, I would hate to see it because I don't want to see nobody get injured. But man, I, you know, it's going to be tough for Edge to put on some five star, amazing type matches the way that he can, uh, and and deliver the way that he wants to. Does that make sense to me? To Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Oh man. Well, let's get somebody else to weigh on in this thing. Uh, he is the ultimate entrepreneur. He's the resident villain of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He is the dawn of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to introduce you to the one and only LPZ. What's happening? Hey, man, what's going on? I didn't realize what time it was. I'm in here working. Sorry. It's time for some wrestling, man. We talked about the absolute molly whopping, ass stomping, butt whooping that WWE put on AEW in the uh, ratings category uh, for NXT versus AEW on Tuesday night, man. I want you to talk to that real quick. Uh, did you? Who were you rooting for? And uh, were you excited about some of the um, things that happened? And then AEW, some of the matches. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch either one of them. Uh, to be honest, I, I just had a lot going on. But I actually pull them for AEW because you know WWE using bully tactics. I mean, you can't you can't brag about beating them in the Raiders when you put everybody in their mama on the show. You <laughs> like you know you want to brag about it? Let them beat y'all. Should have beat them straight up. Why you have to? You know, why they could have just did that with Jay Cargill too. I don't think they really needed everybody. They could have just had Jay Cargill kind of make her debut and kept it pushing from there because she did have a lot of people kind of like, oh wow, who is this and what's going on type of deal with showing up at Fast Lane, which that didn't make any sense to me at all, honestly. Uh yeah. Okay, although and I'm I'm gonna have to interject and I ain't mean to cut you off, LP. But although that didn't make sense to you, it made all the sense to me when she came out in this outfit, Jack. <laughs> Man, oh, yeah. she, uh, she had now. all the tongues in WWE wagon. I ain't listen. I ain't never seen HBK in Hunter Hearst, Henry, Triple H, Paul Levesque look at a black woman the way they looked at, at Jade Cargill. <laughs> never. They looked at yeah. every other time. They ain't got they no choice. They kids. But when she came in, they was like, oh, snap. Hey, hey, how you doing? Anything we can do for you? You thirsty? You want some water? Boy, they was all on Jade, boy. <laughs> Go ahead, LP. Yeah, I'm just saying, you can't you can't look past. She is she is an uh, amazing, um, beautiful woman. Even, even if you don't even like muscular women, she'll make you change your mind because she is, she's one of the, She's amazing. It ain't, ain't no other way to put it. Like, good lord. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, a lot of people were were happy that Jade is here. 
Uh, we talked about it last week, man, about uh, the alleged trade of Edge and Jade Cargill. It seemed like the companies was working together. That's what Mr. Everything was saying. Uh, with everything that transpired on uh, on Tuesday and uh, Saturday, do you still believe that, Mr. Everything, that the companies are working together as some kind of absolutely kind of capacity? Like I said before, controversy creates cash. They want you to keep feeling like they're at, you know, they're butting heads and they're fighting against each other for the ratings. I mean, if 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 I if I have wrestling every single day, I don't want to. There's no competition. You know what I'm saying? Like if Monday Night Raw is Monday, then you got NXT on Tuesday, then you got uh, on Wednesday you got AEW. On Thursday, you got AEW, and on Friday, you got uh, SmackDown. There's no competition in that. There's like, okay, I can watch wrestling. I can I can be a fan of both products, and I can watch it on different days. But if you put the two of them on on the same day, it's like, okay, now it's like, oh my god, who do I want to what I want to watch? What I want to watch, you know? And then kind of going back and forth, and it it makes the fans want to. It makes them tune in a whole lot more because it's gonna say, okay, what I'm, I'm gonna go over here and see what AEW doing. Okay, now I'm gonna go over here and see what uh, NXT is doing because they want to see what the whole it, the whole premise of the the back and forth and and stacking the cars up and putting everybody on different brands like having all the the stars on NXT, um, you know, something that's unprecedented and then having all these big. Things are, oh, we're going to be commercial free for 30 minutes and all this other jazz. Like, it's a competition thing. It's, it's, it's we wait to make money, and they did, and they did exactly what they were, they were looking for. Man, uh, let's go out to the best damn nation. I saw a comment, two comments I'm going to read. Um, the first one is from your boy Slim Majors off of, uh, off of YouTube. He said, uh, Luchasaurus in the main event. Is not the answer for any show. <laughs> That's why I can't take them seriously, bro. Um, I definitely see what you mean, man. Why would you put Luchasaurus in that main event? And I know it's part of a storyline. And I know we talked about AEW having storylines. And I think that's what the direction that they're headed with this whole Luchasaurus Christian thing. Um, so I get it. It made sense why they did it. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I think I would have put somebody else in that in that main event spot with Edge that could draw some attention. Because once they announced that the Undertaker was going to be there, that was it. It was a wrap. Like it ain't nobody. Name one person on the AEW roster, legend or a uh, homegrown, that's going to compete with the Undertaker showing up on the show by himself. That's it. That's Name it. me what not what not not Steam, not not Mark Henry, not not uh Big Show, not Jericho, not none of them, not none of them, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody. Once they announced that the Undertaker was going to be on NXT, that was a wrap. They didn't even have to do that. That was just <laughs> like that was just like dropping the bomb on the place that's already uh blew up. Like why you ain't even have to do that. Come on, man. It's like, but they they had to put that that stamp on that thing. They had to go ahead and put him to sleep. And Undertaker definitely came out, man. He gave a, a nod to uh, both Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker, man. I thought that was a really great thing for the Undertaker to still give that that announcement and nod, man. Uh, but having John Cena on the show, I mean, that's I mean, that's uh, just crazy. That's mm. just craziness. <laughs> now, now, are we gonna are we gonna address the elephant in the room? What's that? 
I love The Undertaker. He's my favorite. He is the reason why I got into professional wrestling. He's the reason why I've done a lot of my moves as far as the dive over the top rope and everything else. But, man, you can tell he's been sitting at the house. He's been sitting yeah, at the house, relaxing. And his belly is his belly is, is big. He got a lot of beers in there. He's moving a little slower, you know. I, I love the fact that he was there, but I wish we could have had a, a better in shape Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? Like in shape for what? He ain't got nothing to get in shape for. You, you just mentioned he sitting at the house drinking beers, eating cereal and shit. He ain't worried about uh, what's going on in the ring. And I think that if he did want another match, I'm pretty sure that they they could have him do something. You know what I'm saying? But. They, yeah, they won't go have the Undertaker come out in tip-top shape. You're not going to see the Undertaker that you've seen from 30 years ago, Jack. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying if I'm making a TV appearance for anything, I don't care if I'm on a commercial. <laughs> I'm going to look like I, I, I done done something in the last couple of weeks. I mean, this ain't. I don't think this is something they just planned overnight. I think it's something they just like, you know what? We got a couple of weeks. Who can we get? You know what I'm saying? And... Yeah, he, he could have been in a little bit better shape. Well, at least wore a corset or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got another message from the Best Animation, man. Uh, Watching from Cedar Hill, Texas. What's happening in Cedar Hill, Texas, man? Uh, Question. Have you, <laughs> have you all been up on midget wrestling? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to call it midget wrestling. I mean, I don't even say I don't feel right using the term. I'm gonna just say uh little little people, I guess. I don't no, wanna be I don't wanna no, be that, disrespectful. That's, uh, that's what it's called. That's what it's that's called. What it's midget called? That's exactly what it's called. It's, okay. it's they got midget mania. Uh yeah. <laughs> you can't do nothing else before. Well talk about midget. it, man. You seem like the the uh um, <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they have they have several different um organizations kind of like we have with the independents. Um, midget wrestling is very, very big out in the independent um, wrestling scene. Um, they have midget, midget style uh, legend wrestlers. They, they got a, a small stone, like a small stone cold Steve Austin. They got a, a little uh, Dwayne Johnson rock. They got a little cane. And like, it, it's it's cool, man. They, you, you should really check it out. They got some really good talent out there that really good out there and get busy. Oh man, okay, all right, yeah. I've seen some stuff before, and they do get busy. You know what I'm saying? Some of them do get busy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just didn't know it was a whole league, man. Uh, Slim Major said, "Yeah, they come to NC a lot." They say they come to NC a lot. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead, Miss Everything. Yeah, they they do uh, make a lot of appearances in North Carolina, mostly and um uh favor mostly in the favor area okay let me ask you a question would you wrestle a little person no no it's i'm, I'm six foot tall bro i i just i would just feel weird but like if it's horn, like horn swaggle yeah i, I can see getting I think horn swaggle will give you a run for your money he, he just might. He, he, he gonna run at least. Yeah, he gonna at least run. <laughs> oh man. Well listen, that was that was crazy. Uh LP, 
with the uh, NXT and AEW uh, feud that you saw, would you like to see more of that? Like more of them competing on the same night, or do you like how the, how the format is now, uh, where they have uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays and Fridays for uh, AEW, and then uh, WWE has pretty much the rest of the week. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, me honestly, I really feel like it can stay like it is because. Did we did we really see AEW versus WWE? I mean, we ca- we kind of did, but we kind of didn't. To me, and this is the way I look at it. It to me, it showed that WWE doesn't believe in their in their current roster. You don't need why you got to pull out all the old cats if you believe in your roster. Like if your roster is what you say your roster is, and your fan base is what you say your fan base is, you didn't need to do none of that stuff. So to me, I feel like WWE was a little nervous. And that's why they did that. Edge is a part of their show now. So it ain't like, you know, that was a big deal for, you know, that was a big deal for them. But like, that, what, what, to me, that really wasn't an AEW versus WWE. That was, a, that was AEW versus <laughs> Legends Night. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was no fair. That wasn't no fair comparison because AEW be whooping um, NXT ads in the ratings, and they know it. They have they have beat them. They have beat them plenty of times when they went head to head. But people want to talk about this and talk about oh now you know AEW got beat by WWE, but WWE had to damn near bring out the under. They had to resurrect the damn dead man. <laughs> <laughs> In order to beat AEW, because if they had not done that, they would have lost. They would not have beaten. They, they, had, they would not have beaten AEW if they wouldn't have did all that. I really think the Undertaker was the final straw. Like I, I think if it wasn't for the Undertaker, I don't really think nobody really necessarily would have tuned in for John Cena, Cody Rhodes. You know, people you already regularly see on a regular basis. That Undertaker. That, that that was like you said. That was literally the the, the nail in the coffin. No pun intended. Um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, like a, that, that's like a Stone Cold would have showed up at AEW. Do you know the ratings would have damn flipped the other direction if you, yeah. if the rattlesnake would have showed up at AEW? But AEW doesn't like that. All, all, all AEW legends are WWE legends. So you can't even really compare the two because AEW haven't been they haven't been around long enough. So yeah, I, I don't know I, if if I wanted if I, if if they continue to do it, they need to do it the right way. Stop trying to stop trying to stop trying to pull out your uh your big guns because you know you can't handle it with your with your small gun. But you know, few people gonna talk about that. That's that's interesting, man. Uh, well, fellas, let's talk about Fast Lane real quick because Fast Lane had some absolute. Uh, they had some great matches, man. It was pre- it was a pretty good night. Uh, we saw new tag team champions, Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. Man, I know we talked about it. We didn't see that happening, but it happened, fellas. Let's talk about that real quick. How you feel about? Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes having the tag team titles. Let me go, Mister Everything. Um, I, well, I already know what 
what LP is going to say, and I kind of agree with him. You know, you put in Jay Uso back into a tag team situation. I mean, you want the man to stand out on his own, let him stand out on his own. Congratulations to him and Cody Rhodes. Um, but they did bring up a good point on Raw is what was the purpose of the story? You know, what happens to Cody Rhodes finishing the story? And what happens to, you know, Jay Uso kind of standing out on his own and getting away from being part of some kind of faction, some type of team, some type of family. You know, he got rid of the bloodline. He didn't join the Judgment Day. So, you know, what was the purpose of him being able to go out on his own? He's going to pair him up with somebody else. Um, but in all, you know, congratulations to them, you know. But now it kind of says, where do they go from here? You know, is is it going to be like a situation where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn turn heel after a while and that causes a rift between them and Cody Rose and Jay Uso. Like, I just don't know where it's going to go from here. Let me ask uh, LP, man. How you feel about Jay Uso and Cody Rose now having the tag team titles? You on mute. LP. Yeah, I'm going um, agree with everything that Mr. Everything said that you know, I, I I don't like it myself. It was it was cool to see. It was a good match, but um, <laughs> to me, it feel like <laughs> you'll play a video game and you can't finish a video game because you got a whole bunch of side quests. <laughs> 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 it's like how, how the hell Cody is supposed to finish his story when he got a new side quest every week. So I'm not I'm not really feeling. The whole situation, cause you know how I feel about tag teams. Like y'all got too many, y'all got some real tag teams out there. Why y'all still holding these belts hostage? And yeah. Sa- Sammy, Sammy and KO is definitely about to turn here. KO is nobody else. I don't know about both. You I know feel, my boy. You can feel it coming. Like yeah, I don't I'm know. Really, it's just I'm like with Kevin when he gets to a certain point, you know he' about to turn on somebody, and I kind of feel it. And I know that the blogs are kind of hitting that. Uh, that Sammy and KO might split up soon and, and Kevin might turn on uh, Sammy. But, dude, how many times, how many times can you turn your back on somebody before they just like, you know what? <laughs> this ain't going to work out. Because I know that Kevin is going to turn his back on Sammy. It's going to happen eventually. But you got a point that there are some really great tag teams on both uh, w, uh, excuse me, both uh, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, right? So, I would I would rather have seen a, a true tag team take that. You, you got a point on that. Um, Judgment Day, they don't lose nothing by not having the belt. They had that that period in time. Um, they need to go ahead and do something with Damian Priest in that in that briefcase. Uh, to be honest with you, but uh, a lot of people are happy to see it, and a lot of people aren't. Did you guys see? Hold up, we got to talk about this. Did you guys see Jay Uso and Cody on the uh, press conference afterwards? Oh yeah, Jay 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 was drunk as hell. Jay was lit. <laughs> Jay, Jay had one way too many, bro. I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, bro, how many how many drinks did you have, cuz? Because he was in there, he was getting it. <laughs> He was he was he was celebrating like he ain't never won a belt before. Like, come on, dude, you, you, this is regular for you. Why are you so happy? Right. It's like you, how many times you don't won the tag team title? I mean, you should feel the same. <laughs> it yeah, should feel the same. He, he definitely was uh 
That was one of the funniest press conferences I've ever seen. I tell you that. Yeah, he was definitely drunk on that press conference. And I'm gonna be honest with you, if I just want something that big, I'm gonna be drunk on the press conference too. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about. It. But uh that was a great moment. Uh and uh, to be honest with you, I think that the WWE was kind of pressured to, to to do something with uh Cody Rhodes, man. So why not put him in a belt on him? You know what I'm saying? And that does give him give him a little bit of validity. And it gives him uh some status in the company too. Having the tag team title. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's had he's he's had a tag team title before. So it's like I think everybody realizes what they're trying to do and everybody realize like, look, so y'all literally y'all really gonna wait until WrestleMania of next year before Cody even looks in his direction. And then not well, you know, let's say let's say that well the writer strike is over now. That's what, so that's why you know John Cena about to dip out any damn way. <laughs> and the rock, you know, that, that little rock stuff is uh, out the window because the writer strike is over with, so them boys about to be out. So um Hold on, um, before you before I, I ain't mean to cut you. I'm gonna let you finish what you uh about to say, but then I wanna go back around to that writer strike thing. Go ahead. No, I'm just I'm just saying so that with the time WrestleMania I guess by the time WrestleMania comes, are they really gonna let him uh, go for the belt? Are they gonna start that storyline up because they they kind of putting themselves in a situation where they got to? Yeah, I, I still don't see nobody else. Roman hasn't been on TV for what, about two months, or at least a month. It's been a while, man. Yeah. So and the else? strongest competitor, one of the strongest competitors on SmackDown that I thought. Was going to challenge Roman for something was AJ Styles, man. But they just been making AJ Styles look so weak the last couple of uh, shows and matches, man. Um, I don't know what the hell they doing with AJ. You know he ain't got long. He he, <laughs> he ain't got long, man. A lot of these guys, they you know they pushing it, so he ain't got you know long. Even though he's still an amazing wrestler, man. Um, but they dropping the ball with AJ, and I'm not sure if they're gonna do AJ versus Roman, which I think they should. And then uh the obvious man, which I don't know why they ducking, give me Bobby versus uh Roman Reigns, man. But for some reason they don't want to pull the trigger on some of these matches with Roman. And I, I think that I'm not sure even what uh pay-per-view, the next pay-per-view that Roman is slated to be at. Which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So Man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, you just mentioned the writer's strike a few minutes ago. And, and the question that I have for you guys, man, especially you, ALP, is uh, we talked about the, uh, with the uh, releases of WWE talent uh, and then some of the, the, the talent that kind of went over to uh, another company uh, in AEW, like an edge, right? Um, and the, we talked about that there's no loyalty anymore in the game. So with the writer's strike going on, Think about this. WWE television has still been going on. I wonder why they haven't been affected by the writer's strike at all. Uh, that would probably be because the, the WWE writers are not considered movie and television writers. They're probably not, they're probably not even under that union. Mm. They're probably, or they might have they did it and somebody else been writing it for them. But I, I don't think that the, the writers, I don't think the, their writers are under that that union I, I could be wrong but the fact that you bring that up and i haven't even thought about it this really shows that you got to think everybody has writers uh espn got writers 
I mean, a lot of these, every show we watch got some form of writers. Everybody's not up there just saying what they want to say. So for the most part, they are, but a lot of them still got scripts. So I think that's why you probably didn't see it. Mr. Everything, I just asked uh, LP, uh, why doesn't he think that the writers for WWE, uh, why they haven't been affected by this writer strike or why they haven't joined the writer strike? Do you have any uh, input on that? Uh, that I do not. Only thing I could think of is the fact that it's, they're on a different, um, a different program in terms of uh, unions. They're, they're on a, something totally different, other than getting regular everyday TV shows and movies. Um, I don't think I don't think they're under something to where they would have to join a strike that they they may get be getting paid some way differently with it being WWE. Mm. Yeah, they got a point on that, man. Well, uh, hopefully we see uh, more from more writing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just I was just thinking about that. I was like, why haven't the WWE been been affected by the writer strike? Um, but you're right. Once once the once Hollywood gets back swinging, um, and I don't know why they're going back because things are still going to change. The, the strike did absolutely nothing. We'll put a pause on stuff because ultimately if these companies want to use your likeness <coughs> to be able to, to do more movies and stuff, they're going to do that <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's no stopping you you think it's going to be a stop it but there's no stopping there um so i don't think that the the strike really did anything other than prolong the inevitable uh, especially with the especially with the advancement of CGI's and and things of that nature, they they can pretty much utilize whoever they want and make you into whoever they want. Uh, and and advancement of the AI now, you know that's a new thing that's pretty much going around where they can pretty much make a movie with anybody and anywhere. So I think that the writers is like you know what I I I'd rather just go back to work. Yeah, yeah, you got a point, man. Oh man, so yeah, we'll we'll see uh where that whole thing transpires and if John Cena decides to stick around. But you know, he he tries to be involved with the WWE every year. So I I guess he's doing that so he can say when he retires, Oh, I've been doing this for X amount of years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um so John, John Cena, John Cena is about to be out. He's done. I guarantee oh, yeah. you. He's gone. At the end of this month. Yeah, he came. He came and got that little money on the side, but and if if the Rock would have been in better shape, the Rock probably would have did the same thing. But now nah, them boys, them boys said we got we got to go back where the real bread is. Made <laughs> <laughs> the Marine, made the Marine Part Twenty Six. I'm out. He said the, the Marine Twenty Six. <laughs> yeah, I think they they probably got as many franchises as uh, the Fast and the Furious, man. Yeah, yeah, they got they got about ten they got about ten damn movies. I know the I know the <laughs> Miz to go for most of them, and he got killed and he got killed in the last one and shot. Oh my god, you should it's so it's so horrible. Like I watch the movie sometimes, <laughs> it's so bad. But if you ever get a chance to watch the last Marine, just watch it just to see Shawn Michaels running down the pier. <laughs> Shawn Michaels trying to run is the funniest shit ever, and then he got a fight with Becky Lynch. What I gotta watch that? I haven't seen, I haven't seen that at all. Um, well, listen, um, 
Fellas, we got some new blood in the WWE, man. We've been seeing some of these vignettes uh, going on, man. Um, the one and only Brian Hillman Jr. has been making these vignettes. Not, man, am I looking at his? Is He got his stuff edged up? He got an edge up? <laughs> I'm looking at it. Wow. Um, yeah, it looked like he got a Beijing over there. <laughs> they definitely darkened somebody's hair, bro. Uh, <laughs> but your boy, uh, Brian Pillman Jr., man, is going to go by the name of uh, Alexis King in WWE uh, on the NXT roster, I believe. Um, a lot of people are mad at him, like, why are you changing your name? Why do you have to change your name? I'm not mad at the Alexis King, the Alexis King thing. I'm not mad at that at all. I know why they're doing it because you know they don't want this. They don't want the stain. I hate to say it like this. They don't want the stain of Brian Pillman, uh, unearthly demise, foreshadowing kind of like over his son's kid. You know, so it's a it's a it's a darkness on his name. Am I saying that? I, I want to be respectful when I say this, but um, you're right. it's because they don't, they don't want that that negativity is a, attached with Brian Pillman's name. And if you guys don't know what happened to Brian Pillman, go back and watch that. I believe that he he killed himself, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um. Yeah. So they don't want that stain of of that negative uh, energy and press around Brian Pillman Jr.'s. Uh, introduction to the WWE. And I get it for marketing purposes and stuff like that. Uh, Mr. Everything, what do you think about uh, the WWE changing Brown Pillman Jr.'s name? I mean, like you like you just said, it's it's a marketing thing. You want to stay away from any type of negativity. But here's the thing. they know Everyone knows him as Brian Pillman Jr. Everybody knows that he's Brian Pillman's son. So you, you can do as much as you like, but at the end of the day, People are soon going. They're going to do their research. They're still going to know the, any information that you try to kind of cover up. So not why not just go with it? It's just like when uh, Chris Benoit's uh, son, you know, they were talking about him getting ready to start wrestling and whatever, and they were like, "Oh well, you know, we don't want to do." And they did the same thing with Braun Breaker. Same yeah. thing with Braun Breaker. They couldn't even have him come in as 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 a Steiner, but he they changed his name so. Um, we'll see how, how it works out for him. I mean, uh, Brian Pillion Jr. is a, a really good talent. Uh, I've shared a locker room with him many times. Uh, so let's see how well WWE treats him and how well he treats WWE. Have you ever faced Brian Pillman Jr. In the, in the ring? I did not get an opportunity to. We almost had one match booked, um, but we were both uh, unavailable at the time of the, the booking. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens down the road. You know, it may be missing everything versus Brian Pillman Jr. on NXT. You just never know. Oh, man. That's good. LP, uh, what do you think about Brian Pillman Jr. changing his name uh, to Lexus King in AEW, man? And do you think that's a good PR move? Um, no, I don't I don't think it is. I mean, it's his, it's his father. I mean, the situation was the situation, but with him being in WWE, if he did, he could wrestle somewhere else, and because he was where well, he was at what AEW, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he he can be other places, and it's not gonna matter. 
Because he, he went by his name over the AEW. But you get back here, it ain't no hiding from it. Like your father, your father's your father. Um, but you, what your father has done or didn't do doesn't dictate what you do as a star. I think all the stars who have failed, I think you got two sets of stars. You got the ones who embrace who their last names were, and you got the ones who act like it didn't happen. And you got a toss up from those that work. I mean, look at the Usos. Everybody know who the Usos' dad was, but they didn't go by, you know, they didn't come out doing the stink face or you know, or doing no doing no mess like that. But hell, to be honest, I'd be embarrassed if you look back at some of that. My dad was sticking his ass in men's faces. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they didn't never go that route. But then you can look at people like uh uh Ted DiBiase Jr. You know, he tried to use that the whole using the million dollar belt and all that other kind of stuff. And it just didn't work. It it really boils down to how good you are. Like if you're if you're good, then you know that's that's all that matters. He could have called himself. He really should have kept the name and used that to build his star up. Um, he could have been unhinged because everybody know how unhinged, you know, Brian Pillman was. He could he could have used that part of the storyline or whatever. I think if it if he comes and it doesn't work, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna paint it up and they're gonna use it. They're gonna use it when they need to use it, and I think they will. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, I, like I said, I'm not I'm not mad at it, and I think that uh, for him to really break out on his own and develop a brand new character, uh, and and adopt a different persona, man, I think that he can be very successful. Like we mentioned a few minutes ago, look at Braun Breaker, and I'm glad that they changed his name uh, from whatever his real name is to Braun Breaker. Um, I'm happy that they did that because you see Braun Breaker as a star. And now when you see Braun Breaker, you don't think about the Steiner brothers anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's the, that's the direction that they wanted to go with it. Same with Randy Orton. You know what I'm saying? Same with Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson when, when uh, uh, The Rock became The Rock. You didn't think about his daddy anymore. You didn't think about his uncles and his his bloodline like that. When Roman Reigns became Roman Reigns, they didn't keep on putting uh, his his daddy in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, he could have used his whole his real name, but he he went by Roman Reigns, and you see how that worked out for him, man. So, uh, in, in a lot of cases, it's actually if they go through the developmental system of of uh, NXT and they do it the right way, it becomes successful down there. Um, I think that they have a formula that works for that particular thing in general because they have more people who are, are legacy stars than anything. And how do you break out of your your family's legacy and name? You know what I'm saying? And the best way for you to do that is to, to develop a persona of your own. So uh, I'm excited to see what Brian Pillman Jr. does. Um, he did some stuff in AEW, but it was nothing that really moved the needle. Um, the best thing that he actually done, to be honest with you, was uh, when they broke uh, Julia Hart away from, from uh, the, I believe they were the Varsity Blondes, I want to say. The um, Varsity Blondes? Yeah. When, when they broke Julia Hart away from the group and then she joined um, the House of Black with Alistair Black and them. That was the best thing that he did, and I, I'm, I I hate to say that because he had some some pretty good matches in AEW, but I think that he has everything 
that he needs to become a star, man. And I want to see where that character goes from from here on. Oh man, uh, fella, you also mentioned Rakishi a few minutes ago. I believe uh, that congratulations are in order for the great Rakishi man because it's his birthday, man. So happy birthday to Rakishi man. Uh, thank you for entertaining all the people and making those sacrifices throughout the years to bring us your sons in the ring who are absolutely dominating the industry right now. Uh, so, Rakesh, happy birthday to you, my friend. Also, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, happy birthday to Dusty Rhodes, man. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about uh, the effect that Dusty Rhodes has had on the wrestling world, I know we talk about Cody a lot, and Cody is trying to make his name. Although uh, his dad's name is is pretty big in, in the company, man. Um, do you feel like uh, Dusty Rhodes really left his imprint on on the wrestling world? Let me go, Mister Everything. Absolutely. This is why we have NXT. That's <laughs> simple and plain. Dusty Rhodes is why we have NXT. Is it was him and Daniel Bryan that actually developed. Um, well, no, Daniel Bryan developed Evolve, but Dusty Rhodes is the reason why we have NXT. Um, and a lot of the guys who are main roster guys now would always tell you, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it was not for Dusty Rhodes. In fact, it's, it's so big of his impact, I would not be where I'm at if it was not for Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes helped guys like CW Anderson and Steve Carino who were a great tag team who uh, traveled all over the world wrestling and learning under the tutelage of Dusty Rose. And it had not been for them, him passing on his knowledge to them and them passing their knowledge on to me, I would not be who I am today as well. So thank you and happy birthday. Oh, Dusty, baby. Oh, Dusty, baby. Oh, man. LP, um, who do you feel like is one of Dusty Rhodes' most successful uh, students or Dusty's kids? Which one of Dusty kids do you feel like is one of the most successful? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I got to say Roman, right? I don't think it's nobody that uh, you can really argue that come close than the tribe of queef. Stop it. Stop it. Stop, it. Stop, it. Stop, stop that. Stop that, sir. Yeah, man. Um, Dusty Rose is definitely all of his kids, man, are pretty much doing great things. You got Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, uh, Roman Reigns, of course, um, Cody Rose, even though you know Cody wasn't really one of He's Dusty's kid, but he wasn't one of Dusty's NXT kids. Uh, you also got Charlotte Flair, man, uh, who's absolutely killing the game also, man. So, uh, and, then, and I'm pretty sure there are a lot more, but happy birthday, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, you were missed in uh, the wrestling world, and we salute you, sir. Happy birthday. Man. Yeah. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Charlotte Flair, I, I, know, I know you're a big fan, so I just want to give a shout out to her for losing another match. Boy, stop! <laughs> give, a, give a shout out to Charlotte. Give a shout out to the Queen. She lost her second match. She's down there crying at the end of that match. 
man. Yeah, she should have been crying, man. That was a good match, though. Let's talk about it real quick. Uh, you had Charlotte Flair. Well, uh, before we do that, really quick, go ahead and run my, run my graphic for me. Okay. All right, man. Listen, Mr. Everything came here with a little chip on his shoulder. You I don't know about that one. The best damn wrestling match. Okay, I got you. Uh, beautiful people, uh, Mr. Everything got something for you. Mr. Everything, tell the beautiful people what your best damn match of the week is. Ladies and gentlemen, our best damn match of the week is going to be that triple threat between Oscar, Eoskai, and Charlotte Flair. It had everything you needed. It had the emotion of, of it. It had the athleticism. It had, um, it was not jumbled. It was not all over the place. It wasn't five-star. There's no such thing as a five-star. Let's just be simple, uh, simple and plain. Um, but it's very strong, high three, low four-star type of match. Um, these women went out there and did their thing. And it's one of those matches where we really thought, I mean, we said it last week, it was like, eh, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for the rough, but I was in there and I was invested. I was invested in this match because Eo Sky and Oscar did exactly what they needed to do by keeping Charlotte Flair out of the picture. And as they did that, it kind of made you feel like, okay, Charlotte's going to win this match because she's not having anything involved in it. And she's going to come in the last minute and steal the match, steal the win, take the title. And that didn't happen. Eos Scott still walked out with the championship. Uh, so hats off to those ladies because they just got the best damn match of the week. Oh, man. Ladies, you got the stamp from Mr. Everything. Um, I was surprised that titles did not change hands in that match. First of all, I got to give my credit and hats off to Oscar. Listen, Oscar and Shinsuke Nakamura are both operating on a different level. And I and to be honest with you, I love to see Shinsuke using the red mist. He used the red mist in, in one of his matches. But listen, as soon as the bell rung in that triple threat match, Oscar hit Charlotte Flair with the mist. I thought that was brilliant. And that's a great way to start the match. It's a great way to kind of separate and get one of the strongest competitors out of the match. I think Oscar looked uh, strong in that in that in that whole thing, man. Um, and as much as I wanted to see the Queen win that, um, EO, EO Sky still pulled out the win. Am I mad at it? Eh, I would rather have seen the Queen take that. You know what I'm saying? I would rather have seen the Queen take that. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think they're going to do something with Bailey. I kind of feel like that's the direction that they're going. Because other than that, why would you keep the belt? Well, yeah. This is true. This is very. You know true. what I'm saying. I, other than that, why would you keep the belt on EO? If you know that EO isn't really, uh, she she's holding down the belt. Don't get it wrong, but she's not elevating. And, and like she, she like she can. And I think that she should lose it and then try to regain it. And I think that that second time, and that she'll have the respect uh, that she deserves. But right now, I don't think that. Even though it's her time, I still don't feel like that it's her turn. Who's like fault? She's the one. Uh, let's let's talk about whose fault that is. That's not her fault. Like whose fault is it that these champions, such as. EO Sky, or even when uh, Austin Theory had the belt, or some of these people that got the belt now. Like, am I the only person that feels like 
none of the champions are really champions right now. But with the exception of Gunther, say what you want, Gunther's consistently putting in work. But the other stars, they're not pushing them like they're supposed to be pushing them for them to be uh to to to, to them to be having the belt. Nobody's hardly ever after the belt except for whatever they need to do for a pay-per-view or you know just to just to make a match. It's like it's, a, it's no real rivalries going on that that can really make you be like, you know, get fully invested. Like you guys remember when when how how Stone Cold and the Rock made it they made the Intercontinental ship feel when they was battling so hard for that belt. You know, when you got even when you know John Cena with a US title, like these guys made these lower belts you know, exciting, but these newer people, we're not newer people, it's like every champion right now, look at everybody who got a belt, and tell me who do you have looking forward to uh, them defending the belt, like what kind of story does any champion, like break down every champion right now. Going With the from even Roman, like none of the people that had the belts are really cha- at like champions. Let, let, well, let, let me say this because I think that Gunther is one of the only ones who are who was competing for his belt without a storyline. Really, his storylines is we got to see who's going to beat Gunther. It ain't it ain't a story of I want to be Intercontinental Champion. That's not even the narrative anymore. It has shifted to. Who's going to beat Gunther? Same thing about Roman Reigns. It's shifted, but the difference is that Gunther is constantly defending his belt. When's the last time Gunther been pinned or submitted? He hasn't. He hasn't. He yeah, hasn't. He has. Yeah, yeah. It's been, a, it's been, a, it's been a good minute. Um, I think the last time he was even pinned, I think Chad Gable pinned him on Monday Night Raw. In in a like uh, in a kind of non-sanctioned match, but somebody to definitively have beaten Gunther. The last time I seen somebody definitively beat Gunther um, was Ilya Dragunov. Yes, that was the last time NXT. <laughs> NXT. That was the last time that I seen Gunther actually. One, two, three, shoulders to the to the mat, pinned, fair. It won't know, it won't know nothing about that. Um, I and that was like I said last week, that was probably one of the best matches of this decade. You know who I think gonna take the belt for him if they do it right? Ludwig Kaiser. I don't know if you saw his little his little video. If they do him right. Like people, that 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 video was <laughs> that shit was. I mean, it screamed heel. So I don't know how they would do it, but if they push him right, and that dude got skills too, people be sleeping on him because I know he get he get looked over because he in the group. Both of them, Giovanni. Giovanni yeah, is they, good as hell too, man. Yeah, they got they got personality, but mm-hmm. I've always Ludwig is kind of like Ludwig is kind of like that Justin Timberlake in the group that you really feel like <laughs> if you do them right. He really could do something, and they that could be a good storyline. But they need to keep him a heel, though. I don't want to see him. I don't want that face tree. If they do, if they make him a face, they're gonna it's gonna be a bust. But if they leave him as a heel, and they feed off of, and I think they're doing something. Cause he, you know, he getting his own little his own little promo videos. So 
I don't know. I really think I would love to see that because actually, Gunter had pretty much damn wrestled down there, damn near everybody. Yeah, man. I, he got a match coming up with uh, Bronson Reed, which I think that's going to be probably one of Gunther's biggest challenges. And um, I know he just had a match with Samato Tampa. I didn't even watch that match and I wanted to see it. Um, but I knew that he wasn't going to win. <laughs> I just knew. Uh, you know, not, there was no real buildup behind Tommaso Ciampa. And he's kind of having to do his own thing. Right now, he's trying to join Johnny Gargano uh, and do the uh, FYI thing. Um, DIY? D- is it DIY? Why well, I say FIY? <laughs> FYI? Something like that. Uh, yeah. I, I think that um, they're trying to do that. So he really has no buildup. And I think they don't really have anything for him and Johnny Gargano in the way to do right now. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the next challenger is uh, is Bronson Reed from doing this belt. Great. Um, so I just looked up WWE. I mean, Gunther's uh, win-loss. And it says he has 97 wins and 57 losses in WWE. I don't think that's right. So, um, and then uh, as far as pay per views, he has five pay per view win, five pay per view wins, and four pay per view losses. Um, down in NXT, thirteen wins, three losses. NXT UK, seventeen wins, one loss, and we know that one loss came from Ilya Dragunov. But I don't think that's correct in terms of losses on WWE. I mean, to look at a different. Uh, source but we'll see that is that is very interesting i don't even remember 57 i don't even remember two losses from guther i don't remember that one. um but yeah man that's that's uh that's interesting listen fellas um i want to do something that we started doing uh last week or not last week, but the week before. Uh, we watch a couple of videos. We give our opinions on them. And we rate the videos from a darn to a damn. Uh, best damn nation. Beautiful people. It is time for things that make you say, damn. Here's our first video. I think that was a Frankenstein. It was a a poison runner, that's what it's called. (laughs) You knew. Well, her big ass was over his shoulders that something was going to happen. Especially when she locked her knees up. I'm like, yeah, something. Something on that man's shoulder with your legs straight out. Like, straight out. Threw his balance all the way off. And then she, she actually did it because she bit her knees and then fell back and couldn't control her weight. So he, he wasn't strong enough <laughs> to catch that. Uh, fellas, let's go ahead and rate that video, Mr. Everything. What'd you give that Poison Rana 
on on a scale from darn to damn. I'm gonna give it a Ron Simmons. Damn. <laughs> a Ron Simmons size. Damn. I dig it. LPZ, what would you give that poison Ron man? And if you missed it, let me show you guys again. Goes on. To that one Wait, 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 wait. Play, play it one more time. Right at the end, you're going to hear somebody say, damn. That's, that says it all right there. Play it one more time. Listen to one it. One more time. Goes on. To that one motherfucker that stabbed you in the back one too many times. You know what I'm <laughs> I heard it. I ain't hear it the first time, but I heard it the third time. LPZ, what would you rate that video on a scale of darn to damn? Yeah, I, I definitely get out of damn. I mean, that, 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 it was only one way to the end, and they, they found a way. That, it was eventually going to get there sooner or later. Yeah. That yeah, alcohol, that, was... that, that alcohol will do it to you. And, and, and listen, listen. Best damnation. Please understand, we're not we're not talking about this lady's weight at all whatsoever. You could be small and still have that same situation. Okay, the thing that we're trying to figure out is why the hell you had your legs locked out like that, and then real not realize that your legs are going to get tired, and once they get tired, all that weight is going to come crashing backwards. And if you ain't got control over your body, you're going to give that man a poison rod. Poison runner. There was no control <laughs> whatsoever in that whole thing. Uh, beautiful people, we got another video for you. Uh, leave uh, some comments in the comment section. We got another video of things that make you say, damn. You need some milk. <laughs> oh man, let's go with you. LPC, what would you rate that video on a scale of darn to damn? I gotta get that a double damn. Yeah, that man's spine is broke. <laughs> All the way broke. Oh man. Uh Mr. Everything, you look stressed over there. What would you give that video on scale of darn to damn? I'm not even giving a rating. I'm giving a question. What is his damn major malfunction? Why would you? What? Yeah. What? Damn! 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 <laughs> that was a triple damn. A triple yeah. damn mix to everything. Flow the heavens. That, that was. That was. Let's move on. Yeah, that was pretty pretty bad, man. Got another one for you guys, man. Uh, another video of things to make you say damn. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. It's fun, is it? Are you okay? It's fun, right? Yeah, it's great fun. <laughs> that was your boy Gordon Ramsay trying his hand at wrestling, man. Do he just did a simple 
roll over front, front flip uh, and landed on the mat and act like somebody broke his whole body. Uh, fellas, what would you give that performance on a scale of darn to damn? Let me go, Mr. Everything, to the wrestler of the group. What would you give uh, his try uh, at, <laughs> at taking the pump? <laughs> and in and, and, and honor of Gordon Ramsay, I'm going to give that a peppery damn. That that, that damn had a little bit of seasoning on it, a little salt bay on it. <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little seasoning bay. <laughs> oh, man. LPZ, what would you give Gordon Ramsay's attempt at taking the bump from darn to damn? Yeah, some, sometimes you got to know when you're too old to try new stuff. <laughs> you ain't gonna give it a try, LP. Come on down to the ring. You gonna give it a try? Nah, not not if I'm not if unless I'm under the influence of alcohol. I know better to do certain stuff. Like <laughs> I'm 45, so all of a sudden I'm gonna take a bump. I mean, I, I think I'll be all right with a little bump like that. But I know if you don't know what you're doing, a small bump like that could damn near paralyze. <laughs> Straight up. I think we should do. I think we should we should all go to the ring one day. All of us get together, go to the ring, and everybody get in there and take a bump and see how it feels. And I'm then report back to the best damn nation and tell them how you feel in terms of darn to damn. I'll I'll take a bump if I can give a chop. You got you got to get one and, and take one. I've taken chops before, so that's not a problem. It's been a while. I got more <laughs> more cushion, but yeah, I'll take a chop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can make that happen, Jack. We can make okay. that happen. You little silent over there. You you ain't on mute. <laughs> you down, LP. Oh, you, what, it depends on what kind of bump you talking about. You ain't about to have me hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't gonna, ain't gonna have a flare bump off the top rope or nothing, unless you you feeling froggy. Nah, I, I definitely I definitely know I ain't feeling froggy. That's my fear. <laughs> oh man. We're going to try that out. We got some more videos to check out, fellas. This is a threefer. Uh, this is how you destroy somebody's back right here. All three of these things. We got to rate these from darn to damn. Best damn nation, I want you to put darn to damn in the comment section. These are more videos from things that make you say damn. Oh, my That's how you break a back right there. Oh, man. All three of those videos gets a damn. I just dropped my light. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All those videos get a damn from me. Uh, that was pretty cool. Mr. Everything, how would you rate those videos? And for, for everybody that missed it, let me show you guys again. Oh, my <laughs> Very nicely done. Very nicely done. Bravo. Oh man, that was pretty, pretty interesting. Uh and fellas, I know that was the trifecta video. I think we can all say damn on all three of those. Absolutely. Uh, 
Absolutely. We could definitely all say, damn, we got some uh, some comments for the best damn nation. Mind blown. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> uh, we got, I got one, another one for you. This is the damn, uh, but this is the wrestling video that I found. Uh, here's another video of things to make you say, damn. Make it, Toby! Toby ain't taking nothing but balls to the face. That had to be the worst position to be in. And for a dude to just be rubbing dick all on your face, he couldn't avoid it. He couldn't stop it. The ref on the other side, the ref couldn't see it, stop it. That was definitely an illegal move. What would you give that video? On the scar, on the scale of dawn to damn. Go ahead, Mister Everything. It's, it's one thing to be in that situation. You don't even know what to do. You can't get out. But there's another one for either your mom, your sister, your girlfriend, whoever it is. Like, take it, Toby. Like, take what? Take, come get me off. Get him off me. Oh, Toby <laughs> was taking it all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just watch it. Watch him do it. And ain't even try to help me. Just gonna sit there and watch him do it. That's gotta be a. That's gonna be a damn man. <laughs> Listen, that car ride home had to be long as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quiet, long and quiet. Just oh man, you're looking out the window like this. <laughs> oh, beautiful people! If you missed it, let me show it again. And LP, I want your uh, reaction on this. These are things to make you say, "Damn, damn it, Toby!" Make it, Toby. Help me, me, help me. <laughs> Told me, like, help get this dude off of me. <laughs> oh man, LPC, what would you rate that video on the scale of darn the damn? Yeah, that's, that's definitely a bit damn. I, I just would have tapped out. I just would have said the hell with it. <laughs> that's why I never oh. wanted. Why, that's why I never wanted to wrestle in high school because I always thought, what happens if stuff like that goes home? I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna tell you right now. LP <laughs> say he out. He out. Yeah. Damn, Toby. Toby. Toby was. Toby was taking it. All right. Damn it. Oh man, that was funny. Well, uh, beautiful people, thank you for watching this uh, segment of things that make you say, "Damn, uh, fellas." I got one more thing that I want to show you, and then we're gonna go ahead and, and close down. But um, have you guys seen the new movie that's coming out with the Von Erics? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. Um, I want to get you guys' reaction on it. And I, I want to talk about it real quick as far as uh, wrestling um, biopics is concerned. But uh, let's go ahead and watch this trailer real quick. I'm excited for it. It's called uh, The Iron Claw. So beautiful people, watch this trailer of the new movie based on the real-life wrestling family, Devon Harris. Ever since I was a child, people said my family was cursed. 
Mom tried to protect us with God. Pop tried to protect us with wrestling. He said if we were the toughest, the strongest, nothing could ever hurt us. I believed him. We all did. Morning. Pants tomorrow, please, David. Harry, I want you to join your brothers in the ring. Yes, sir. I love that. Now, we all know Carrie's my favorite, then Kev, then David, then Mike. But the rankings can always change. What do you want in life, Kevin Von Eric? More ribs. <laughs> I want to be with my family. You know, be with my brothers. What do you like to do with your brothers? Together, we can do anything. We're here to restore justice to the wrestling federation that our father built with his own two hands. The hands that were passed down to us. The hands that will deliver the iron cross to you. So what do you think? That we're alive. I love your family, Kevin. Don't we, Uncle? Yes, sir. Oh, man, that makes me so happy. I talked to you about something, Mom. Dad's too tough on us. You gotta say something. Baby, that's what your brothers are for. You feel that? Ah. You feel that? Ah. That's pressure. You need to push it too hard. I'm fine, Kev. Seriously, I'm just sick. I'm scared, man. It all my head of control. need to think about my family. Your job is to wrestle. Live up to that deal or we are through. I told you to look out for it. I just love being out there with you guys. It's the only thing that matters to me. The father will forever be the greatest family in the history of wrestling. Man, that looked pretty damn good. Let's talk about it real quick, Mr. Everything. You are a wrestling buff in the story, man. Let's talk about the Von Erich family real quick and uh, this movie, Iron Claw. Uh, what do you think about it? Well, it's going to be an amazing movie. Um, when we talk about family lineage and the, the story behind you know, what happened in terms of the family, the Von Erichs have a very large uh, story in, in terms of how their family was brought up, the wrestling aspect of it, what happened ultimately to each uh, each one. Uh, the Von Erichs were one of those families who was looked at as having some type of curse on their name. Um, and, and some of them was able to kind of get around it and mostly all of them ultimately kind of fell victim of it. Um, and if you pay close attention to whatever you guys go see this movie, uh, Zach Efron is one of the, the main characters of this movie. And, and he, Zach Efron is an amazing, uh, amazing actor all on his own. Uh, MJF is also casted as Lance Von Eric. Um, then we have one of my friends, uh, Brady Pierce, who is an independent wrestler. He is wrestling as Mr. Michael Hayes. Uh, we have Brian Nemeth, who is Nicholas' uh, brother. Uh, Chavo Guerrero is also in this movie. And you're going to see like a host of different 
guys who are wrestling on independence that's going to be part of this movie. So it's going to it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great. It's going to be an amazing film. Um, so I'm interested to see how it all plays out. And I hope they do very well in the box office. Yeah, I hope they do too, man. Um, I'm I'm happy to see it. Let me ask you guys a question, man. Um, what do you think is the best wrestler movie? Um, that's out there like movies that are based off either the lives of wrestlers or tell the stories of wrestlers um i'm gonna go ahead and mention one one of them for me is uh the wrestler with uh, mickey Rourke. i thought that was a really good depiction of how um wrestlers go from being on top of the game and then starting to age out and then try to figure out where their role is in the world and in the wrestling world uh, even if they feel like they can still go and everybody else is telling you that you washed up um, and you still feeling like that you're the superstar that you are. So I think that movie was, it was a sad movie, man. It was, it was a hard, it's very hard to picture. I still, um, every time I go to the, like the supermarket and I go to, uh, to the section where they cut the meats for you and they, they, you know, they, they, uh, un, un, you tell them what kind of meat you want, like if you want some ham or some turkey, and they take it all the wrapper and then do the slicer. Every time I see that slicer, I always think about the scene <laughs> in the movie where he got, you know, uh, upset and then he put his hand in the slicer. I, it just, ugh, give me the hippie cheese. So I still, <laughs> think about that, I still think about that scene to this day. Uh, from you guys, man, what do you guys think are some of the, the greatest, uh, movies that depict wrestlers? Uh, for me, I'm gonna have to say again, like you just said, the wrestler was a really good wrestling movie um, that really honed in to the aspect of becoming a professional wrestler and everything that you really have to go through in terms of living a regular life and reliving a wrestling life. So um, that one is just on the top of my list. Yeah. What about you, LP? <clears throat> I mean, no holes barred with Hulk Hogan. We talking about real. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we talking about the Ripper and Zeus. Come on now. Nah, but uh, I think that uh, for, for real, for, for real, for real, don't, don't sleep on no holes barred. That is like one of the, <laughs> love what I hate. That is one of the greatest wrestling movies. But uh, you want to talk about realistic? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can choose anything else other than a wrestler. I wish they had more movies like that that's why i'm glad to see this movie coming out um i don't know if you guys watch heels but i said i was going to start watching it i was wondering if, if mr everything watched it and see if they portrayed because i haven't had a chance to watch it. i like steven uh the dude from arrow that plays on the show and the rest the people that's in it um the tv show glow that's another thing that i heard was good that i got to go back and start watching um, glow is very good glow was surprisingly good to me i yeah, didn't think i was going to like it the way i did and I watched all the seasons, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but when you when you watch it, just don't put no, don't have kids in the room when you watch it. That's, <laughs> that's that's all I would say. Just don't have kids in the room when you watch that. Uh, but yeah, the Glow series is, is, is actually a really good one. I'm glad you brought that up, LP, because that really shined the light on women's wrestling and and the way that it was depicted and how everybody viewed it. So I, I like that aspect of it. Um, also, wrestling with my family, the story of Paige, um, or uh, what's the name, Soraya, Soraya now, uh, from AEW. Uh, that movie was really good, wrestling with my family. I, I really dig that. 
And uh, it ain't got to be movies, but we if you're talking about series, Young Rock. Young Rock is a really good series that I, I like, and it depicts uh, the story of Dwayne The Rock Johnson when he was younger and him coming up through wrestling and uh, him having all of these interactions with these iconic figures in, in wrestling in general, man. So uh, that's a really good series. Um, I know I thought they was going to make the Hulk Hogan movie. It looked like they kind of pulled the rug Terry. from under that. Terry. Huh? Terry. Excuse me, Terry. The Terry. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of pulled the rug from under that, man. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to see it, but, you know. Let me ask you guys a question, man. If you had to make a movie based off of any wrestler's life that you know would be interesting and crossover into different audiences, which wrestler's story would you choose? For me, it's either going to be Benoit Guerrero. Oh, you know what? Oh, I got to tell you. I think Benoit, the Benoit movie would be too dark. And I think the Eddie movie would kind of muddle that line. But the Eddie movie, you can make that a classic, like the Selena movie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like how how it, how it was a, a cultural kind of thing and people got behind it. Um, I think if you made a, a movie on Eddie Guerrero, man, I think that would, I think, and if you tell, you tell a lot of truths, I think that that movie can really do good and really cross over into other audiences that's not even wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, LP, what wrestler would you make a, 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 a biopic on? I mean, arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. You got to be Ric Flair. You got, you got to. Ric Flair definitely should be on the list. I want to see it before he passes, so he can have as much it's as Ric Flair. I'm surprised nobody has thought about. If you think about the biggest icons in wrestling, we can argue back and forth, but Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan are two names that, even if you don't know much about wrestling, you know those two names, like. Everybody doesn't. Every a lot of people know the Rock because, but the Rock, you know the Rock because of the movie. Um, but you want to talk about like just straight wrestling? They're those two are the Freddy Krueger and Jason of horror films. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can't find even uh, even your granddaddy or your you know grandma. They know Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. They probably be like they still wrestling. That's what. <laughs> that's what <laughs> right. Wrestle. But like even my mom's, my mom's and my dad knew Ric Flair. Like I think those, I think both of them deserve a story. I'm not a you know the hell with the Flair. I mean not Flair, the hell with Hogan. Um, but I definitely would like to see a Ric Flair movie done right. I think more wrestlers need to have their own movies because <laughs> everything says even if you're not a fan, because you know that wrestler that movie was nominated for Oscars and other kind of stuff like. Even if you're not a fan, when you when you get a you get a movie like that and you get people invested in it, that shows a lot about the story itself. And I think quite a few wrestlers uh, got some stories to tell. Um, I I think I think you could do a movie with Jr. I mean, Jr. has been looking at him on a, on a, on the flip side, not being a wrestler. I think a Jr. biopic, if it was done right, could be great. Well, well, if you're gonna do Jr., you gotta take a step further and do Gorilla Monsoon first. 
But yeah. I, I'm going to say this. A lot of people aren't familiar with Gorilla Monsoon for... Well, I can't say that. I, I don't know. That's that's the Wrestling fans know who Gorilla Monsoon is. But you have to have somebody that kind of transcends popular culture. And I think a movie <laughs> on Eddie Guerrero would do that. I think that, like, if, if I had to put money and say, all right, this is the wrestler that we're going to make a movie about their life and and to get people like, uh, make a heartfelt movie. I think a movie on Eddie Guerrero's life would really transcend wrestling and be a cultural thing. You know what I'm saying? It'll, it'll be a cultural movement if you did an Eddie Guerrero movie. Um, I would like to see a new Jack movie. <laughs> I think that would be that would be crazy <laughs> as hell. You don't have you have so much stuff that you can pull from with <laughs> with a new Jack movie, even though his name isn't that popular amongst uh wrestling uh fans, especially new wrestling fans, man. New Jack was was off the chain, bro. And uh when you start watching some of these series like Dark Side of the, the Ring, you start seeing uh wrestlers who they really are. And who some of the uh, and some of these challenges that these guys had to face? Like I said, we just um, I mentioned that that I watched the uh, Kurt Angle uh, documentary not too long ago, and I didn't realize this dude was taking seventy, like 60, 65 pills a day, like of the hard stuff. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So where you know when you hear stories like that and you start looking into people's lives, uh, it becomes difficult. I think that. Um, uh, 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 a Chris Benoit movie. Although I would watch it, and I just don't know how they would spin that. How how would you end the movie? Other I mean, than the gruesome scene that happened, bro. And it's you, it's, you, it's not it's not an upside to having a movie. Yeah, um, you 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 would just have to um end the movie on a high note. How? Just we have to have ended with him winning the the world title, and then kind of you have to do it I, if, for me. I would do it to where you see him winning the world title. He's he's happy. He embraces Eddie Guerrero, and then once <clears throat> once you fade to black, you can play some some police sirens or something in the back, and then kind of have the words saying, you know, uh, Chris Benoit's demise was. Brought on by you know A B C and D and da 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 da. You you wouldn't have to even show anything as far as graphically. You know, you wouldn't have to show it. You can show. Then why make that movie? You, if you, you can, if you can't show, can't show it, show the issues between him. If there was issues between him and his wife, like the arguments and and the things that he went through in terms of the things that he took that you know the drugs or whatever. You know, I, whatever it was. You can show those things leading up to him winning the world title. So like, like the struggle to get into that point, but still it just wasn't enough. Like you still, he still ended up having this bigger situation happen that kind of just, it really just uh, clouded his entire career. Yeah. One thing clouded his entire career. Like you, you can't say anything about Chris Benoit without saying yeah, but he, he did X, Y, and Z, whether he did or didn't. I think the I think the hard sale you would have for the Chris Benoit movie is whoever writes it. Like let's say they have him suffering from uh, what's the head thing they said he took. Let's say they start talking about that aspect of it, 
you're gonna have the other side people be like oh y'all making an excuse for you know him doing this yada 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 i think that i'm trying to think of a biopic that i watched with the person killed himself like i don't know that there ain't a lot i, I, I don't think there is and if, if best damnation uh which, what we're talking about is uh which wrestler do you think they should make a biopic based off of their life um we can go ahead and put it in the comment boxes um I say Eddie Guerrero. I say, oh, I didn't say Eddie. Uh, Mr. Everything say Eddie Guerrero and uh, Chris Benoit. And we're talking about the differences in between the, making a movie based off of Chris Benoit's life and making a movie based off of Eddie Guerrero's life. Even though both of them had tragic endings uh, in their in their in their life, um, Eddie Guerrero's career is celebrated, and Chris Benoit's career is not talked about at all. Uh, because of the heinous act of him killing his family and himself. So, you know, just it, who would you guys want to see a biopic movie on? I like both uh, everything that Mr. Everything and LP said. I would like to see an Eddie Guerrero movie. I think that makes sense. And I think that um, culturally, that movie would would start some type of a Wakanda Forever movement. <laughs> almost, man. You know what I'm saying? I can see all kind of low riders pulling up to the movie theater. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, really, I, really quick. Um, you know, and a lot of people don't know, but Texas Tornado was a binary. You know, and and there's a lot of controversy of what happened with him and all of his brothers so once you see this movie you're going to realize that there are some things that they can actually do with the benoit movie and still make it to where it's watchable because the von erics did have something really kind of uh strong happen with them so once you but see, the, you see I, think the difference, that, I think the difference with that is it's because there's so many of them and you're right. telling the story about family and brothers right and right. you can talk about in in those dynamics you could talk about uh the issues of of having you know between the family and and then some of the issues that they was dealing with and some of the deaths that they uh divine eric brothers had um but with a christian y movie that that's just that one act man that's kind of it's kind of it's kind of tough that's kind of hard body jack uh yeah i don't i don't know how they would do that but but in the in the comment box best damn nation uh, or whenever you guys see this, man, let us know who you would like to see a movie based off of their life. Fellas, man, it's been one hell of a show. Uh, real quick, uh, LPZ, let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, on Instagram, one click to type the sheet. Uh, as always, all my fashion shows, everything I got going on is going to be up there. All right. Um, and when is the date for the next fashion show that you got coming up, brother? It is November the 19th at the Durham Armory. November 19th at the Durham Armory. So if you want to see some flesh, and some fashion. Go check out this event. It ain't at Durham Armory. It's at the Durham Fruit. I'm telling you, the wrong damn location. Oh, man. You about to have people going up to the Armory trying to buy tickets. Where is that again? The Durham Fruit in Durham, North Carolina. The Durham Fruit? Yep. Uh, it's a place called the Fruit. 
Okay, all right. That's a new one for me. I ain't heard of the fruit. That's all right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, they got they do a lot of artsy stuff in there from parties to photo shoots. It's like it's like a gigantic warehouse that they do a whole lot of stuff in. Oh man, that's dope. Oh man, so I, de- I know you're definitely gonna have one hell of a show uh, there, and uh, let people know where they can pick up tickets for that fashion show. Um, you can look it up on Savage Seduction at Eventbrite.com. That'll take you straight to the ticket links, or if you're on any of my pages, I always post my um, link. It's in my bio on my Instagram as well. You can find ticket link there. All right. Yo, guys, make sure you go check out LP and LP events. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> Best believe that. Uh, before I go to Mr. Everything real quick, this is a good one, fellas. Um, and this is talking about who would you want to see a movie made off of their life in a biopic. Uh, China for the ladies. Uh, I like to know how she transitioned and excel. Uh, China would make a great movie too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, that's a tragic story in itself. But you know, from her to go, you know, from everything that she went through in her life, and then coming into the wrestling world, and you know, being ridiculed for being uh, looking the way she looked and being her size, and to you know, winning the Intercontinental Championship for the men and being uh, one of the most dominant women's champion ever, and then transitioning uh, over to uh, to the to the, the the pop world, and then over to uh, doing uh, porn. So, and then she met her her untimely demise uh, shortly after that, man. But you know that. The China story will be a great story too, don't you think, LP? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's 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 definitely a good one. But yeah, you definitely, it's definitely gonna end. It's definitely gonna have some tragedy. What well, all biopics always seem to end in tragedy anyway. Yeah, but yeah I, I think I think that would. Uh, I really think WWE Studios instead of putting out, like I said earlier, all these Marines and these stupid other movies, they really they really should put out some. Uh, well, no, I, I don't, let me not say that because I don't want WWE to be in charge of it. I'd rather have them because <laughs> Vince going to tell his story how he want to tell it. You know, I want some I want some real truth. That's why the thing about Yvonne Ares, I think it's going to be a real good because even even most wrestling fans, unless you 40 and up, you don't know who the hell Yvonne Ares were. Right. All these 20 all these year old and 30 year old, they have no idea. They don't even mention Yvonne Ares. It's sad that no, nobody in that family does anything no more. At least I know it. Like, they didn't have no kids. I guess all of them just said, the hell with it. Mm. Yeah, man. Um, but it'll be good for, you know, their name to be brought up. And I'm pretty sure that AEW would do something. They've been pretty good at, at honoring legends in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Make it, maybe they can make an award or a tournament or something like that. Uh, in the Von Eric's name, and I think that's that's the way that they can be able to capitalize off of that, being uh, wrestling fans and promoters. But yeah, China would be a great movie, uh, and also Vince McMahon, the story of Vince McMahon, would be an amazing movie if they tell the truth. And I don't yeah. know, I don't know if they would tell the truth in that movie, especially if, uh, if Vince has anything to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mr. Everything. We'll be right back. My name is Brian Renegade. You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. 
and see what I got going on. Um, got some big stuff that's happening soon, and uh, we two stepping this weekend, fellas, because I'm 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 I getting married, so <laughs> it's gonna be a, a good time. Make sure you put some extra oil on your knees and stretch a little bit because we finna we finna get down, Jack. Uh, you can find Mister Everything at official Mister Everything on Instagram uh, and on TikTok, and of course. If you would like to follow the show and see everything that we got going on, we got a whole bunch of social media pages. You can go to our Instagram at the best damn wrestling podcast. You can go to our Facebook group at the best damn wrestling nation. You can visit our Facebook page where we post most of our content on the BD wrestling podcast you can visit our twitter or x as it is now called at best damn crew you can go to our twitch at the best damn wrestling podcast and you can visit our tiktok at best damn wrestling podcast and if you want to support the show the only thing that you have to do is uh go to our link www patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars uh you can support the boards and see what we got going on we got all kind of behind the scenes footage uh episodes extended episodes we also got cups mugs shirts hoodies all kind of goodies for your pleasure so go over to our patreon www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast to support your boards um, fellas, you know, we've got to do this each and every Wednesday. It's the main purpose for the show. Y'all think this is a, a wrestling show, but it's really a place for us to give a little bit of motivation and, and give a little hope to the people. You know what I'm saying? If you need something to get through, you know what I mean? We give you something to get through life. So, LPZ, do you have a final word? For the beautiful people. Um, I guess I'll just say that, you know, something similar to what I did, always say. If you got a dream, just make sure you try to push it. Don't let nobody stop you. Only person that can stop you is you, and that is also the only person you're in competition with. That's right. You're the only person you're in competition with. To be you, do your thing. I like that. That's a good, positive word. From your boy, LPZ. Mr. Everything, do you have a final word for your beautiful subjects? Uh, I do. And, and it's not just a word. It is um, some insight. Let's stop fighting. Let's at, at the end of the day, let's let's stop fighting. Um, there's a lot of wars going on right now for whatever reason. And what it all boils down to is two individuals disagreeing. It has nothing to do with everybody else in the world. It's two individuals disagreeing about something because they feel as though they should have more power than the other. At the end of the day, if you destroy the entire planet, nobody has anything. Is is a war going on in Israel, and 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 this just does not make any sense to me. 
None of it. No, I, no war has ever made sense to me because, all like I said, it's just two individuals who don't can't see eye to eye, who think their their missiles are bigger than the other, who are going to go around and destroying each other's land to say I own this, and then turn around and expect the people that you you killed their family for one, and the people that you're sitting out to do these wars, like U.S. like for instance, U.S. and Russia. If we start fighting, we start going to war. Let's say we win, quote unquote. We we beat Russia. We're bombing their land to go over there to say we own this. Now we're going to come back and ask the Americans to give us the money to repair what we destroyed. And you're going to ask the people that you you destroyed their land to give you money to repair what you did. None of it makes sense to me. We 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 need we, we need to get to a a mindset that none of this belongs to any of us. None of it. We're fighting, we're fighting wars and we're putting out fires for two individuals who can't see eye to eye. We need to put the pressure on the two individuals. If they don't agree, put them in a ring, give them some gloves. Tell them have it out or or shut up and go about their business. Because it doesn't make sense to me. So my final word for the beautiful people all over the world is stop. Just stop. Because you're, you're not getting you're not gaining anything out of any of this. Any of it. It doesn't make sense to me. This is the only planet I've ever been on where they, the people fight each other. For something that they don't even they they can't look at tomorrow. That's that's my final word. Oh man, uh, you you in all peace in the Middle East? On uh, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What what other planet has you been on? I was about to ask that. I was, I was about to ask that. I didn't want to be the asshole. I was about to ask that. I was like, listen, listen, that's that's a story for another day. We can't hold the beautiful people no longer. We 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 for two hours. We can't talk about that right now. We talk about another. Let's move on. You got the Avengers uh, logo in the back. Like, what? Where have you been? You know what I'm saying? Let's move on. Let's move on. Let me know you up here uh, traveling space and time. Hey, what you get? What you getting the grades for? Oh man, I can see it. <laughs> Oh, man, listen, I think my final word, and it's kind of hard to go after Mr. Everything with that with that speech, man. Um, but I, just to slightly echo what he said, um, in our life, in our situations, choose peace. Choose peace. Um, a lot of people, I remember it was one period of time where I was just angry all the time. And I didn't know why. I was, you know, I was angry around my family. I go home and I was lonely and angry. And I, I didn't know why I was so upset and angry until I had to sit with myself. And I had to figure out why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And then talk it out with somebody. Um, and then do some internal work. And then ultimately, I had to learn how to choose peace in my life. No matter what was going on, 
And even if all hell was breaking loose, I had to learn how to keep a cool, calm, and collective head because I'm a natural leader and there's people that depend on me to lead. So in your life, when you have turmoil and troubles, when you have things that's irritating you, when you have somebody that's not working with you, when you have uh, a partner in your house that's nagging you <laughs> to do certain things, um, or you have relationships and dynamics in your family that, that are not comfortable to be in, choose peace within yourself and choose peace within your life. And that will translate into other parts of your life. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people choose violence. Somebody say something to you the wrong way, you immediately get angry. You immediately want to fight somebody. You immediately want to take somebody's head off and cut somebody out. But in your life, if you choose peace, then you will find everything that you've ever been looking for. That is the word from your boy, Brian Renegade. Fellas, did you like that word? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I loved I loved y'all words too, man. I appreciate it. Best M Nation. Man, we almost going over two hours. We can't hold you no longer. Mr. Everything, real quick, tell the people for people where they can find you, what you got going on. Uh, this Saturday we got Brian Renegade's wedding. We'll be right there. Turn it up a little bit. Uh, uh Saturday morning, I will be at the favorite Comic Con. I'm gonna be wrestling there. Um, so I'm going from the ring to the Watch my man put the ring on his finger. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and then I'm finishing up this mental health movie. It's going to be very, very good. Uh, I just did some filming with it on Monday. I was freezing. I died. I did I did the jack. This you did the jack? Because I, I had to, to get in the pool in two degree weather. Um, oh, but we, we made it happen. We're almost done. We should be done filming by this Friday. And uh, we should have that available to you guys within by the end of this month. Uh, and I know you're a big advocate for mental health, so I definitely want to um, send this uh, project over to you so that way you can get it out there. And we're going to have it available for the best damn nation. Uh, and then next week, I will be in Charlotte and Tennessee, so I'm all over the place. So you guys want to follow me? Look at my TikTok. I'm all over the place on TikTok. I'm doing some things, doing some amazing things on TikTok. So follow me, official underscore Mr. Everything on TikTok. And if you want some of that exclusive content, go to his OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a message on my Instagram <laughs> to get a link to his OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's cool, man. Well, listen, uh, beautiful people, show us some love. You can check us out on all platforms wherever you get uh, your podcast. We're on iHeartRadio, Apple Radio, not Apple Radio, uh, <laughs> Apple Music, yeah, uh, Audible, um, Pandora. Wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to the boys at the Best Stand Wrestling Podcast, and we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the truckers. We got to give love to the truckers. Shout out to everybody across overseas that watch the show, man. Uh, you know, we have a, a huge fan base in Mexico, a huge fan base um, in, uh, what's the country? Dutch. Dutch people. What's, what's it called? Uh, 
Skip my mind. No. Poland, Switzerland. Uh, Copenhagen. Where's Copenhagen? Copenhagen. Denmark. Denmark. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Over that way. Yeah, all that. All that. Denmark, Sweden, that whole area. Over there with them and them. Over there with them. Over there with them and them. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to them, uh, them and them over there, them and them. <laughs> to over there, over them house, over them house, and your cousins in there. Yeah. Oh, down yonder. We appreciate everybody <laughs> down yonder that watch and listen to the show. And tell your mammy and them that the best damn wrestling podcast is on each and every Wednesday, and they can go on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, to check out some of these older episodes that we got going on and some of these speeches. And we're going to bring some more interviews. Mr. Everything is cooking on some special guests that we got coming in the house and also some independent wrestlers, man. So keep on watching your boys at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you know anybody that likes sports entertainment or even wrestling, share the podcast with your boys. You know what I'm saying? Share the podcast with people. Spread the love out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? LPZ. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just wait for you to say something. <laughs> LPZ, Mr. Everything. Uh, your boy Chef Showtime is showing you love from wherever he is right now. And uh, Brian Renegade. We love you. We can't hold you no longer. Thank you for watching us. We will see you next time. All the next best day wrestling podcast. Fellas, you both are gentlemen and scholars, sir. Beautiful people, we bid you adieu.